0: Hello and welcome to 99 nine P Gen Z. We're just saying it's been a while. It has been a while. Um too long, some would say. I
1: feel like it's been maybe a week and a bit.
0: Maybe maybe, maybe it feels longer. Like longer yeah, it feels like it feels like months. I've missed you guys. Well we've been busy. <laughs> we
1: can't help that. We've been busy. We have
0: been busy. Leading up to the Christmas period, it gets very busy very quickly. Um obviously looking to try and take a Christmas break, I think we all are. So yes. you gotta sort of double down on your work while you can. Yeah, and this is I'm sort ready of for it i'm so ready for a christmas break um there is nothing more i want right now than to sit and watch the muppets christmas carol <laughs> and do no work uh and especially not talk about seo so we're going to get our seo talk out of the way today well, in this podcast Some so people to, also, yeah i actually enjoy
1: seo and i'm one of them
0: well we, we do oh, have a resident that. um <laughs> I'll say SEO, SEO expert, an SE expert. Well, I'm training um, to be, I'm training to be. He's in training. So, basically, today, we're going to be talking SEO. Um, if you don't know what SEO is, search engine optimization. Um, and we're sort of going to be grilling old Connor Cook here. Well, what is that? You just said it's search engine optimization. Well, before we say that, I'd like to introduce you all. Obviously, I've mentioned Connor here. And we have it's, Jess it's here it's as it's well. Hello. Um, so... Yeah, let's let's stop talking Christmas, let's get down to business. So SEO, search engine optimization, what is it? Um, Colin, take it away. Basically just the practice of keeping your
1: website, your house in order uh, to make you rank higher up in the Google organic searches that people perform every day.
0: So when we're talking SEO, um, one of the first things I did was obviously, the best way to research things like this is, just go ahead and Google them. Um, you know, before we research a podcast, jump on Google. And the first thing yeah. I found was, um, so people that listen to this podcast probably know about Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which relates to sort of human life. Um, and yeah. I found Maslow's hierarchy of SEO. And I think that's maybe a good place to start today. That's made um, about Moz, isn't it? I, I'm i going to say yeah. it is, but I don't know. Moz made one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, come on. Yeah, so basically the, the way I sort of categorised it is the, the first thing you want to do is get the essentials right. I think for the basis of a good web page, you can focus on, um, or not even a web page, of, of anything, search optimization, mm-hmm. search optimised. A
2: web page is a good example
0: though. Yeah, I think for me a web page sort of sticks out as the, the main that's example. That's your bread and butter. Yeah, 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 that's your bread and butter SEO. I like that phrase. Um, so yeah, so I, I sort of tagged it as getting the essentials right. Mm -hmm. um so the things i listed here were um crawl accessibility Mm -hmm. compelling content and optimizing keywords would you say that they are the essentials of seo um
1: yeah so i think when you're starting an seo project uh there's a few things you need to do obviously research is a massive key because Mm -hmm. you've got to get inside the head of the people who are searching for what you want to you know shove in front of them uh that includes you know getting your keywords sorted so you want to get ones that have got you know relatively high uh search volume and that'll be a number which sort of represents how many times it's searched on google in a month and also the uh difficulty the keyword difficulty and that's basically uh whichever tool you're using will give you a, a number and it'll be a usually a percentage uh zero to 100 and that'll be 100 being the highest, so that'll be really hard to rank for. When I say rank, I mean, basically you want to be on the the first page of Google. Yeah, it's a competition,
0: isn't it, yeah. almost, to have that yeah. first page spot. You know, when you search, um, I don't know, you search B2B, you yeah. want to be the first result, um, and I, I think...
2: Traffic's higher if you're on the first
0: page. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, the first thing normally that people click by the promoted ad things at the top, that I was reading research that not well, many people click. This is a quick question. There's a thing below that. How often do you go to the second page of Google? Very rarely, I think if I'm looking for something really specific, such as advice or troubleshooting something, maybe I'll check a few pages. Really, but usually, yeah. Because if it's come something quite specific, you know, then normally it takes a few pages before you get a good answer. But the first thing I'll always do, click the first mm-hmm. link. Yeah, always got to check the first link. Are you the same?
2: I don't know because a majority of the time, the first links have
0: been paid. Well, apart from so. Advertised. At, I'm going to skip yeah. the paid advertised ones because I. So I read well, no, that. that's, right.
1: that's also a really interesting point to bring up. Yeah. Because people pay for those, right? Yeah. How often Everyone do you even click on them? Yeah. Everybody skips on them. And I saw a stat today. I think it was either banner ads or top three ads. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's more banner ads. Uh, it's like you're 250 times more likely to climb Everest than click on a banner, banner ad. Which and, is nuts to me. Mm-hmm.
0: And I, I remember we talked, um, me and a few people from BDB were talking about banner ads at one point. And um, I think we considered doing a podcast on them. I don't know if we ever got around to it. But um, and I was looking at the the heat map of someone looking at a website, so it shows you know where they're looking, it tracks their eyes, and it creates a heat map of the website. What's it called? The Z or something? Is a uh, Z. Oh no, so there's the how, what's it called? Like the the Z line, which is from you know top left to top right to bottom left to bottom right. Yeah. Um. But in that sort of thing, they'd look at you know titles, the first few sentences of a paragraph start reading, you know, slightly through the paragraph, sort of skim reading it, banner ad comes up. You just dart your eyes over it. You become so used to these things that you skip over them. And I think the same has happened with the promoted websites at the top Mm -hmm. of Google. You just subconsciously skip them.
1: Yeah, and that's why, I mean, if you're looking at it from an advertising point of view, yeah, it's great, you're at the top. It's expensive to be there. Yeah. Also, literally, we've just said, it's not just us. Like, you ignore them. It's almost like a function that you ignore them. So working on your SEO is a lot more long, it's like a more long-term. It has so much more
0: longevity. Yeah, Yeah. especially, I feel like once you put that system in place, you know, it's, it's, it's up there then. And that traffic starts coming in. And once the traffic starts coming in. You start building that reputation. Exactly. Um, And I think that's, you know, a user experience that we'll get onto a bit. We've obviously touched on it in podcasts before is a huge part of that um, from what I was reading so going back to this hierarchy of SEO the sort of next steps it classified as so the less I don't want to say the less important it's the less essential but more um, the things that make you stand out from your competitors more were your user experience mm-hmm. your title your URL and your description um, your share content and having a sort of snippet of the website so I think more than anything that sort of describes almost as a we're almost trying to create a shop window that if you're walking down a high street, you know, you're walking down a high street and it's all closed shops. They're all selling the same product or, you know, the same service. Um, yeah. You're walking down that street, you want the most attractive option and well, it's, think, not, yeah. it's not attractive, because that makes it
1: sound like it's more like it looks good. It has to work good, and that's where it's all based yeah. off. Yeah.
0: And, but I think, I mean, attractive is in the way that it's, you know, well-described. It has that sort of snippet underneath it that gives you a little taster of, yeah. you know, what you're looking for. And yeah. sometimes it will say, if you're searching, how do I do this? Sometimes the snippet starts to say, step one, do this, or whatever, you know. And then you start going, oh, well, this has the answer.
2: Well, how many times do you guys search for something on, let's say, Google, and then you realize, oh, actually... I don't actually read the snippets, or do yeah. really. Or do you read the snippets? I I, find I that don't. I do. You do. Yeah, I, th- I think before I click on a link, I tend to read the snippet before because I don't want to then end up scrolling through. it. Yeah, I read the title. Searching for my answer and it's not going to be there.
1: Uh, yeah, true. I I read the title and usually if it's in the title, I'm like if it's in the title, it's definitely going to have okay. the answer sort of thing. But uh, the description underneath the uh, unbolded text, I I
0: very rarely read that actually. Mm-hmm. It's weird as well because I think everyone, um, SEO is difficult because everyone has a sort of different way of looking at at, at Google. Uh, you know, yeah, Firefox but then when you apply, smaller. when you get all the results of how people go through pages, there will be
1: a more general trend and that's what yeah. go, goes off. And Google really, when we talk about like reputation, it boils down to uh, like how well the website sort of answers Google's queries. So yeah. most of the time you're asking a question to Google. And over the years, it's kind of been like, refined to work in that sort of basis. Yeah. And more recently, you know, with updates, they're releasing software, uh, like Google uses, that sort of recognizes more sort of what's called it, colloquial terms. Colloquial, more, yeah. Yeah, some more like casual terms. Um, almost like a chatty way to talk to Google, but it still understands it. Which is, um, when, when you go on the website, if you can answer the question that's being asked, and things like you know time on page clicks stuff like that all add up towards like the reputation uh, reputation of the page and how well it can you know answer the question
0: and i think when you talk colloquialisms, um do you think that language you know google sort of language recognition is becoming more like that because we're seeing an increase in voice search and things like that that people are yeah talking to their phone instead of you know, typing or people are so used to sort of text typing that they do that inside of Google. Do you think that's why Google has responded? Um, with I that mean, method?
1: Like every day, I think I read today, it was like 3 million blogs are uploaded per day to the internet. Yeah. So you can imagine how fast the internet is growing every day. So there's more and more data being yeah. collected and the more, you know, pages are being crawled and the information stored. So it's getting smarter all the time. So things like keywords and, um, LSIs are they're called the they're, they're like more contextual keywords. Okay. Um so you'll have a, a your main keyword on a page, which will be, for example, uh apples. Yeah. And to me you, you don't know yet if I'm talking about the brand, you yeah, know, the computer
0: brand, or
1: uh
0: Ford. red apples, green yeah. apples, you know, there's a there's a lot of range in there and I think it, yeah, it works with everything. You think T shirts, you know, is it men's women's yeah. men's t shirts, women's yeah. t shirts. Yeah, So these
1: these secondary keywords if, you, if you'd if like to put it that way uh, they help sort of provide context and almost when, in the
0: way that like a category and a subcategory work I guess yeah
1: yeah so it just helps Google sort of pinpoint what you're actually talking about and then when somebody puts in a, a relevant you know search it'll put you to the front okay. if you are relevant because there's no point in talking about fruit if you're trying to get an iPhone
0: so um, um, the way I look at SEO obviously it's not my specialism uh, I'm much more on the sort of creative and Branding and video side of things, but when I look at SEO, the main thing that stands out to me, and maybe this is through my use of YouTube or something like that, is, is keywords. Um, you yeah. know, it's the same with like hashtag. Hashtags are effectively almost your keywords. Yeah. Do you think that keywords are the most important aspect of SEO? SEO? Mm,
1: it's it's difficult. I'd say overall, the most important thing is user experience. Okay. Um,
2: I'd say keywords are a, a, very strong. A really big factor of SEO. Yeah. Because that's another way that people are going to find your site and find the information that they're looking for. Do you yeah. think that
0: initial thing then is the keywords for people to be able to search a f- site and find it? I think that's the most obvious they, thing. Yeah, and then once they click it, that's, the user experience kicks in, and that's the most important thing. So it's almost a balance between the two.
1: Yeah, but it's it's, it's difficult because I've got so much to say. And yeah. it's, it's, it's such a group effort, all the sort of practices under mm-hmm. SEO that get you to the front page and keep you there.
0: Okay so it's it's a lot of elements that go into feed that greater picture of yeah being optimized because i guess when you talk about search engine optimization it's not I, I don't from what i've read you can't have one thing and not have another because there's so much competition there and you are competing you know head to head with people with the same content or similar content to you you have to be optimized in every way better than they are
1: yeah
0: so you can't have that um you know, you can't have brilliant keywords and then you go on a website and it's all for user experience. Yeah. Um, or, you know, and it expands obviously outside of keywords and user experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in BDB, we had a um, person come in and talk about SEO and we had sort of a training course. Jess, I know that, I think we all attended that training yeah. course, but, if you got any key... Things you took away from that? Anything memorable that you came from that, that SEO I course? got quite a few, actually. Hit me it was mind. really, really good. It was really good, yeah. yeah.
2: I really enjoyed it. I think, as well, the way it was delivered was quite easy to understand and quite digestible instead of being just thrown loads of information.
0: Yeah, I think SEO is almost scary at
1: first. Mm-hmm. It seems like something you have to spend. It seems very technical. Yeah. And I can imagine if you're not that way inclined, say if you're a writer, a copywriter, um mm-hmm. If you're sort of faced with SEO, you can kind of like, oh, I'm not, you know, too clued up about this, but it's really just kind of like the considerations for search. It's not that scary once you get yeah. down to it.
0: And I think if you can have a good understanding of the basics, and this sort of stands for anything, if you can understand the basics, you're one step ahead of everyone else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what Joel did. So do you want
1: yeah.
2: to? Yeah, so his training was basically on writing specific content for search engines and what would kind of catch people's attention and, well... Get you to the first page. Yeah, yeah. Um. So he started off with giving a few examples of why, uh, you should do that. For example, like build awareness, builds trust, builds customer relationships, authority, and generate generates leads and sales. Um. Then he kind of went into loads of, th- of different other things on how to kind of get to the point of being on the first page and being where you want to be. Um. And he mentioned what you mentioned before, Connor. Um, we're doing loads of research and getting to that point where you you kind of you know what you're talking about, so you're not just blurting words onto a page yeah. just to get somewhere, even though it's not might not be relevant.
0: So is that would you say it's almost important to optimize each word? Every sentence is almost optimized in that regard. Yeah, I th- yeah.
2: Well, he also he went through that as well. So it's it's about topic association. So an example he gave was UX design process, and then the words associated or the phrases that were associated with that was what UX design is, best UX design tools, etc. And it kind of deepens it instead of just having the keyword itself within yeah. the content. Yeah.
0: So you're looking to almost scratch the surface of the topic, and
2: mm-hmm. yeah. I guess
0: just deliver more than your competitors in terms of of content, and you know, yeah. giving them more uh, more access to that content.
2: Essentially putting more thought into the
0: content you want yeah. to bring out. So do you, I'm guessing, I mean, what was said in that session was it's a lot of, instead of yeah. writing first and then thinking, right, how do I optimise this? Mm-hmm. The way he seemed to go about it was a lot more writing for SEO. Yeah. Yeah. So as you're writing, you consider that, Mm-hmm. keywords key phrases you know what should be here what should be there well i it's not that hard
1: especially with the tools that are out today yeah. like yeah. um one that's of the those. sort of main tools out on the market you can get for free it's quite limited when it is free but you know the mm-hmm. the more you pay the more you get it's definitely worth it is uh semrush yeah um semrush is great you can analyze like uh, you know they've got a, a keywords analyzer so you can see how much traffic and what the word, uh, mm-hmm. keyword difficulty is going to be for particular phrases or keywords uh they've also got uh something that's just come out, it thinks it's in its beta stage still, but it's um the R- SEO writing assistant. So you can basically copy and paste uh like an article into the page online yeah. and it'll start rating all the stuff and it'll give you an overall score for SEO. Mm-hmm. And it'd be like, you know, the amount of connective words you use, uh the, the words that you actually type, it'll say like what, what sort of academic level they're at. So you can sort of tailor that to the audience you want, the length the sentences. And like, that's good. That's really good. Is that for... a free piece of software? Or is that? Yeah, it's free. That's free. That's um, so, and it also recommends, uh, you know, those secondary keywords I was on about, it'll say where to stick those in. Um, and that's really good as a starting point.
0: Yeah. But
1: as a wise man once told me, Mr. Demo, um it's not all about ticking those boxes yeah that's just a computer program and what it boils down to which is why i said it before was user experience yeah if the page isn't you know a good feel if it doesn't you know provide the answer that people are looking for you're not going to get higher up the ranks because google will know if people have achieved their you know their, their search mm-hmm. query because they'll stop searching for that thing if they if you go you know how do i grow an apple tree and you go on somebody else's website, you keep going on to different ones, but then you come to mine, after that you stop searching, then they'll you know, guess that you've got the, the oh, answer okay. yeah. from mine.
0: So would you say that search engine optimization is more important or user optimization is more important? So would you say that- They're one the a, same. I'd yeah. Say. So uh, yeah, I guess a better way of phrasing that is, you know, who's more important, the Googles, the Firefoxes, the Safaris of the world, or the Sam Jesses of the world?
1: Um, well, we drive it. Yeah. Uh, It's, they tailor their sort of tweaks to our behavior. So it's all around us, I guess.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's really interesting. I think, yeah, tools is a massive thing because even if you don't, if you are struggling with optimizing your content and having the tools there that can help you do it, or even as you were saying, do it for you. Yeah. I mean, you've got loads um, out there at the moment. Yeah.
1: Sam Rush. (laughs) Weird one. Screaming Frog. Screaming Frog, tell me more frog. about the Screaming <laughs> Frog. <laughs> 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 an one. It's basically just, it's a free tool, so you can go away and download, uh, download it now. It's uh, PC and Apple. Um, basically, you download it, stick in a uh, URL, so the web address, mm-hmm. and it will crawl all the pages. When I say crawl, it just means it'll send a bot out and sort of retrieve all the web pages associated with that domain. So it'll pull all those through. And it'll grab, you know, like the the titles, the descriptions, the links on it, how many links it's got internal, yeah. how many linking to it. Uh, it can build visualizations. So with your tree maps, so you can have a, you know, a visual sort of mm-hmm. representation of how big the website is. Um, and that's great because then can start doing keyword mapping. It, it's really hard for me to talk about this because it's such a big Subject. It
0: is. It's, and we found this a I'm lot a to fire podcasts around. recently. Is yeah. yeah, you could sit and talk about these things for hours. Like you know, to me, if it's SEO, if it's whatever, coming into a company like this and discussing these things is fascinating because there's there's so much to learn and like not enough time to learn it. You know, and yeah, um, especially with SEO, it's so important. There's so much going on. It's difficult to keep up. Yeah, um, definitely, and I think that's why these tools are so important. Is that they can keep up for you. They can be you, yeah. This is what you have to do. You have to do it, but mm-hmm. you well, know, that, that, instead of you sitting and, as you were saying, like instead of having to crawl a web page yourself, click a few buttons yeah. and it's doing it for you. Yeah. So um, it is is frustrating because it's important.
1: And it's slightly biased coming for me because that's what I want to do. Yeah. But it is important because it really gets you up there. It's better for your long term existence of the website, and you're not. Really paying for it. I mean, mm-hmm. you obviously on company time, so the adjustments you do, you are going to pay for. But it's worth, yeah, it's, it's worth the money. It's, it's a long term fix instead of throwing money at money at it and getting up there for you know, I don't know, a week, however much you pay. It's,
0: it's kind of a similar way to what I see um, but social media don't videos. do it. Yeah, it is and companies I don't it.
1: do it because it's not an immediate reward; it's a long term thing.
0: Yeah, and you can say this about social media as well. Social media, you know, companies go, "Oh, we're posting mm-hmm. on social media," mm-hmm. and you'll go, "Hang on, but no one's." Looking, no one's clicking your links, no one's, you know. Yeah. And you can kind of link that to SEO and say that it's the one social thing. Social media to, does affect SEO. Yeah, but it's one thing to do do it and have it and, you know, have a website and to have a careers page, have a services page, mm-hmm. have a LinkedIn, have a Twitter profile. It's another thing to go and optimize those accounts, get them to the right audiences. And yeah, and I, I was reading something today um, and they, they were saying, I, I mean, I would not name the company by name, oh. but they were saying, um, that if you if you look at likes as a number you're looking at likes wrong mm-hmm. um, and in the same way I assume that if you're looking at web page visits as a number you might be looking at them wrong you have mm-hmm. to be looking at the conversion rate of, you know, if you're looking for people to come to this website and click this link you have to be looking at how many people yeah. are clicking that link because if 10,000 people are visiting the website, 5 people are clicking the link, well, it, are they the you relevant should reassess the strategy, I yeah, are they the relevant right? people you know, it's it's brilliant having 2,000, 3,000 likes on your social media account. But if that's 3,000 people that aren't related to what you're doing and you know, none of them are clients or prospects in the same way with, you know, if you uh, if your website doesn't have the right businesses, there's no point in doing it. So as much time as you spend going, right, I want to build a good website, that same time you should be considering, well, how do I optimize it? How do I yeah, create a we do get.
1: When you like, if, if we've built a website for a client in the past, and, you know, design-wise, it looks brilliant. Like, yeah. we've done a good job. And then we come back to them in the future, because, you know, you keep sort of building those relationships, we go, well, how do you feel about SEO? And they'll go, oh, well, we thought you built a website for us, and it's like, yeah, we did, but SEO is a separate task. Yeah. And like, ideally, you know, in an ideal world, you would do SEO when you build a new website because it's just a lot easier to yeah. from the beginning. Going back, it's a little bit more time-consuming, and there's more effort involved but they are different things and it's important and you should be doing it at the same time.
0: But, I always think that,
1: but again, it's, it's companies don't want to pay out because they don't see the immediate effects.
0: Yeah. I think, um, companies, and I think everyone does this. People fear spending on money on things they don't understand. Yeah. So, and I think it's a difficult barrier to get over to say, you need this. And they go, well, I we haven't done it before. So why would you do it now? So if I was, if, right, if Jess was setting up a website, okay, I'm going to pitch this to you, Connor, as our resident Expert in the room. Um, (laughs) Expert in the room. Yeah, I'll give you that title. Um, So, Jess is setting up a website. Mm -hmm. How do you, and we'll sort of do this as our sort of key takeaways as well as we wrap up it. How do you sell SEO to Jess? How do you get that and say, look, you need this? You know, like, how do you translate that to someone who doesn't understand SEO? Sell it to you. Okay. (laughs) Um, So, first of all,
1: If I was going to sell to you, I'd say, like, we'd fix all the technical problems with these sites. So things like Mm -hmm. your titles, your H1s, uh, URLs, we'd fix all those, uh, make the the site fast performing, uh, that affects SEO score. Google Mm -hmm. will rate you on how fast your site loads. So when people bung in a massive image that you don't really need that size, shrink it down. That'll make you run faster. So you get the technical aspect sorted straight away. That's your first, you know, stepping block. Research is a massive key. You don't want to do that. So we make sure we're targeting the right people. Um, make it really sort of specific as well. You don't want, don't want really, you know, throwing out a massive net and getting no return. You want to target your audience very specifically. And that's through the use of keywords and, mm-hmm. you know, the secondary ones. Um, I'd say that in the long run, it's going to be cheaper instead of just keep on paying to keep you at the top of the lead board. It's going to be a lot cheaper to do, you know, one chunk of uh you know optimizing your website. And then from there you can also train your staff. So to have staff that are, you know, just generally SEO trained. Yeah, just aware. Yeah, just aware about it, because like it's not that hard. Like I said, there's free tools out there. Having the understanding of it is very important. And you know, once you've got it, you've got it, and you'll keep that in mind when you're writing an article. And having articles for keywords, that really helps pull up your your website and get highest you know domain authority.
2: So if we're um, trying to find those specific keywords, how like would you suggest some? I have some, but do you have any tools? Tools.
1: I might. I might. You go for it first. I don't want to take away from, from what you've researched. No, no, go for it. It's sure.
2: You're, you're selling it to me. Okay.
1: Right. So <laughs> I'd recommend. Um, First of all, uh, go on Moz, read their SEO guide. It's about seven sort of chapters. Moz, is that M-O-Z? M-O-Z, Moz. They've got an mm-hmm. SEO guide that'll explain it really well. That's the first thing I did when I started this journey. It's really simple, actually. Yeah, really, really good. Um, SEMrush, 100%. Yeah, It I've tracks everything. It's a really, really good site. Got uh, a lot of respect for SEMrush. Yeah. For these parts. <laughs> uh, Screaming Frog, like I said before. Um, no, ask the public that was a good one yeah. so you're putting like a search term, for example apples again mm-hmm. and it'll show you the most relevant sort of questions and search terms you've got Google Trends uh, Google Analytics good one just set up getting ready for you know monitoring the, the health of your site and also just a, a little bit of fun just type in domain Authority checker um, Go on, I think it's the first or second, there's loads of them. Just go on the top link, probably be the best one, yeah. the SEO, you know. But, uh, <laughs> and then just paste in your your website's URL and it'll give you a, a DA score, domain authority score, and that'll tell you how authoritative your website is, how much uh, Google trusts it.
0: So I think cool. the, my sort of key takeaways from that as we wrap up here were if you think about it now, it might not seem important, but it is cheaper in the long run to go and do it now, optimize your website, you know, yeah. be that... If you could be that first result, be that first result. Because what you were saying there is, I'm going to recommend this to you. Click the first result. Everyone's going to click the first result. That's what you do, isn't it? Yeah, you want to be there. And part of it is investing in it in the long term, eventually trying to get there. Yeah. And in the meantime, you know, saving money on, as you were saying, you don't want to cast a massive net, catch a few fish and go, oh, great, I can't. Well, the reality is if
1: the net's too broad, you won't get anybody. Yeah. And then because it's so big, you spend so much money paying for that big net. And you get nothing back, so what's the point?
0: Yeah, Yeah, focus your efforts. Optimize optimize yourselves. Yeah. Optimize your life. Optimize (laughs) your life. cool. (laughs) Right, what a place to end. So thank you very much, Connor and Jess, for joining me. Um, Thank you. This was our sort of ragtag guide to SEO. If you have any questions about SEO, get in touch. If you have any topics you'd like to recommend to us, once again, get in touch. Um, I could do another one of these. I've got so much to say. Yeah, keep, keep kind of <laughs> going. Um, yeah, if you'd like to hear a part two, let us know. Um, you can get at us through our social media, it's 99pgenz, mm-hmm. or through our website, 99pgenz.com. Come on, Sam. <laughs> 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 Nearly there.
2: Yeah, I almost
0: <laughs> got that. I almost ran through the whole uh, end card while screwing up. So thank you very much, guys. I'll catch you next time. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>